The Sue Morgan Podcast, Episode 11. Two hearts living in just one mind. Good morning from the madhouse. Sue Morgan, Sue Morgan. Hey, Alt Miller, how are you today? Not so bad, and I'm on time. I'm on time, I know. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> I've told Billy that he's got to follow the rules. He has to follow the rules because we need to have a little chat between me and you first before we bring yeah. in Billy and then, then Billy goes crazy and that's part of the fun. But if he's going crazy from the get-go, it makes it very, very difficult at this end to do the editing and what have you. So how are you, Sue? How's your week been? Oh, my God, it's been the worst week ever, I've got to say. I, I ended up having a fall the other day. Oh, no. Yeah. Coming out of Asda's at that Bancroft Lane shop in Car Park, oh. I just went down. I didn't. I, I must have had a sugar buzz or something, but it took two people to pick me up. Oh my goodness, um, that that's yeah. not good. That's not good at all. So, are you, how are you in terms of like? Have you injured yourself? I'm sometimes scared to go out. Right, right. But have you injured yourself, or are you just bruised? Uh, I injured my leg and my arm, but it's all right now. Have you had it I've checked got a out? Massive bruise on there. Ouch! But as the staff were brilliant with me. Oh, good. Oh, bless you. Well, uh, you've been in the wars. Yeah, I've been in the wars. Yeah. Oh. And then to top it all off, I've got to get my Facebook recovered. On the phone I've got, it just not recover it. So. How are you coping without Facebook? Because you live on I Facebook. Know. I don't. It's doing my head in. Oh dear. So I'm not getting no messages through. It says, oh, you need to update it. Well, I can't on the handset that I'm using at the moment. Then I can't charge me charge my tablet. Uh, that's broke. Well, it's so all happening. It's all happening. It's all happening this week, yeah. Oh, but my. I've still got to keep cheerful, haven't I? We've got to keep facing forward and keep going. I think all of us oh. have been having a bit of a torrid time this year. Things will pick up. And if you think about it, Sue... This year's mm. been relatively good for you because it could have ended a lot... Well, it you might not have been here. It worse. I might have been six foot under. Exactly, and then we wouldn't have been doing the yeah, podcast. No, I'm, just, I'm just happy to be here. Exactly. Still breathing, still kicking, still causing mayhem. <laughs> still yeah, rocking. By the way, I'm going with the Emmerworth. Hey, Billy. It's Billy. Billy, don't be a hero. Don't be a fool with your mind. Keep it pretty and low. Don't be so silly. Don't be so silly. Be a fool with your blood. Keep it better than no. Sometimes it's best just to let him just get it out of his system, isn't it? <laughs> With that sort of stuff. Yeah, so. let him get it out of his system. Well, I'm happy. I've just been paid. Have you? You've been paid. Yeah. Wow, fantastic. So Billy said that you're not allowed to go out anywhere without him you're now. not allowed to go on their own now. No, which is a concern for you, Sue, that you're going to have to spend a lot more time with Billy. A lot more time with my acting. no. <laughs> Is there a god out there? Well, let's have a look. What's the going battle of two fowler? I suppose it would have been. I know the term, Billy, although we have a little giggle with him. Yeah. You know, he, he cares for you, Sue, so he wants to yeah, make sure you're OK. He's got an art. He's he has got, got a heart. Art. Apparently he's got two arts. <laughs> <laughs> That's how nice he is. Uh, he's yeah, like that. He's like that. A Phil Collins song, Two Hearts Living in one, Just One Mind." Yeah. Do you remember that one? You know this, man. When is a door not a door? When it's a jar. We've done this before. Yeah, yeah I remember. Yes, I have remembered. Yeah, when it's a jar. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, do you remember that? Big Tim is to the small Tim. You're too young to smoke. I'm forty-two. Yeah. Anyway, listen, right, um, Sue, do, do you remember the the film Buster with um, Phil Collins yeah, as one of the Phil great Collins. train robbers? Two Hearts was from that film, I think. 
Yeah, it is. Yeah, it was a brilliant film, that one. You've seen it loads of times. I've seen a picture of Billy, and I have to say, because you sent me a picture of him, and I think he looks a little bit like one of the great train robbers, Ronnie Biggs. He looks a bit like Ronnie Biggs. <laughs> Ronnie Biggs. <laughs> it might be. Maybe. Yeah. I met, I met Ronald Biggs, you know, once. You met Lango. him, did you? Where were you? Were you in Rio when you met him? Lango, Rio, Rio. I met him. You oh, right? So you've been to Rio and you met Ronnie Biggs. Did he think he was looking yeah, at? Look, did he look, think he was looking at himself in the mirror? Did he go on that train? Did he go on that train? <laughs> Is that what you said to him? Did you go on the train? You went, yeah, and I stole some stuff off it as well. And I'm evading yeah. the law, and I'm here in Rio. So what were you doing in Rio, Billy? I was looking for the train down. I've got a sneaking suspicion, Sue. For I've got a sneaking. I said to the punishment. So you went to Rio as part of a team to bring him back to justice. Is that is that what you're yeah, saying? Sue, what's he talking about now? No, uh, he's talking about a bandit. Well, he was a bandit in a way. Or are you talking? Or are you talking about a bandit in a pub? I bet we're a barraclava he had on, not a mask. <laughs> yeah, but they left him out of prison because he was going to die, didn't they? Well, they did, yeah. Well, yeah, eventually he did go into prison. They left him out of prison because he was going to die. Right, OK. So what did you say to him when you met him in Rio? Oh, you're some gambling flavour on the mental overnight. Then go jackaletic banker. Right, OK. So I'm <laughs> guessing... Lonnie Donegan. Was Lonnie Donegan with you as well? Yeah. <laughs> And I got the room on the old bait and sleigh. Wow, there you go. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Jingle all the way. Not Batman smells. Jingle all the way. Come on, man, you're 72. Right, okay, should we do some Sue's headlines? Yeah, Sue's headlines. Well, it's the again, Again, oh, surely right, Amsterdam. Right. Where my heart keeps on rolling and go. We all say, Yippee, Yippee, Lucy the Kangaroo. Lucy is a dog, she's not a kangaroo. He's, he's, he's calling my dog a kangaroo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Anyways, let's do the Sue's headlines. Yeah, okay, Sue's headlines on the way. Here we go. So, first one is this, right? The actual headline is Lockdown Face. Workers staring at their faces on Zoom video calls during the pandemic have um, fueled a surge in cosmetic surgery requests. So basically people are sick of seeing themselves on video calls and they've decided after this is all over, they're going to go and have their faces lifted. There's going to be lots of plastic surgery. There's going to be a boom in it when things return to normal. I'm off to Turkey next year, actually. I'm going to have a facelift in Turkey. It's cheaper there, you see. So I'm off to Turkey. I'm going to get a suntan and a facelift. Well, I suppose, yeah, two or three more years, but I, I can't wait that long. My face can't wait that long, so I'm going to have to go next year and have it lifted. What well, else? You're you... running your back. You're back. You're back. I think I better go for a facelift at all. Well, you could come with me, but up. me and you, last week we were going to Barbados. Now we're off to yeah, Turkey. Yeah, well, we're going to Turkey now. Yeah, we're having a facelift. Hey. Sue, would you consider having your lips done like, you know, those girls with the blow-up lips? Yeah, I would. Yeah, you would. I think you look good as well. Yeah, I well, think it, I would at all. Does he call you Sue Fish Lips Morgan? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year to you Thank as well. You. Yes, Happy New Year to you. Yeah, I'm off to Turkey. I'm going to have I'm going to have my bags taken from underneath my eyes. I'm yeah. going to have... Um, 
I'm going to have my face lifted. I'm going to have the, the Botox. So I'm going to get rid of the lines on my forehead. And then after I've done that, I'm going to stick around, have a week on the beach with you, Sue. Yeah, that'll be far fun. Yeah, sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, so yeah, you we're off. To wait until we have and here's the... No, we don't have to wait till November. We're going anyway. We're going we anyway, Billy. And, and guess what, Billy? We're using what? your money for the flight. Oh, yes, we are. <laughs> for the, with the money that you've been paid today. I'm using your money all the time. No, no, we're taking, we're taking all your money. We're going to pay for the flight with it, the hotel, all the facelifts and the, the plastic surgery that we're having. Yeah, make sure it's a five-star hotel. Yeah, it will. Well, because Billy's paying, and also um, we, we've got free drinks all two weeks long. Because Billy says, "Whatever you want, guys," because I love you. That's what he said to me yeah, on the phone. Well, that's it. That's By the way, is another Billy. one. How did your chicken cross the road to get to the other side? Now, how did he yeah, do it? Right. No, but you said, <laughs> "How did he do it?" How did he do? It? Hang on. So what do you reckon to that? People having lots of uh, plastic surgery after lockdown. Do you think it's a good thing? Uh, yes, I do. To make them feel better. If you want to have plastic surgery, have it done as far as I'm concerned. If it makes you feel better, sometimes they look they do look a state, I'll be honest. But if it makes them feel better, that's the main thing. Yeah, well, it can't but, but get I, no worse with our face, can it? <laughs> that's an eye out. No comment, Sue, no comment. I want, hey, I want an also for that too hard. I'm having both injections from the other one. You're having injections? Are you going to have your arse lifted? Yeah. All oh, right, OK. I think he might be on about the flu job. All oh, right, not having his arse lifted. <laughs> 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 He's going to have a Nicki Minaj, aren't you, Billy? Yeah. The doctor keeps changing his mind, doesn't he? The doctor keeps changing his mind. <laughs> I thought it was only women that could change their mind, not men. Anyway, listen, right, okay, I've got some figures here for you, Sue. Another Sue's headline. These are the Christmas songs that make the most money every year. Okay, so which song do you think, out of all of the Christmas songs, you know the ones they play again and again and again over the years, which one makes the most money? Which one do you think it is? I should imagine it's something like All I Want for Christmas, Mariah Carey. I have to say, that's in there, that's at number four. That makes every year, for the people that wrote the song of Mariah Carey, £380,000 a year. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so you just need to just need to write one Christmas song between us, like we were talking about a few weeks ago. Yeah, we could make a bob, and we could we could rake in the money. So have another guess. And what do you think's at number one? You've got number four so far. Uh, what about Fairy Tale of New York? Oh, it's in there. You have got. I think it's number three. You've gone for this time. Mistletoe and Winecliff, Richard. Number ten, that is. But um, yeah. Fairy Tale of New York makes four hundred thousand pounds a year. What wow. about we wish you a Merry Christmas? I'm a bucket boy, a horse, a jig, and a gum, but me, the luck, the old, the Well, I can tell you. The dumb word is on about. I can tell you, Sue, that that version that Billy just sung makes no money whatsoever each year. He'd have to pay that. Yeah, he's going to. He's going to have to pay that lot. I wouldn't have no idea what's number one. I'll tell you what number one is it's Merry Christmas, Everybody by Slade. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know the one that goes, it's Christmas, that one? Yeah, that one, yeah. I think it came out in 1973 originally, what? and each year it makes, get this, 520,000. It 500, makes 500 what? 500 quid? No, 500 quid. 520,000, so half over half a million each year for the writers. Yeah. Which is oh, Noddy Holder and We're the bass player. We're in the wrong job, Ian. We are. We should be making Christmas records. Yeah. 
I suppose the best thing we could do is we could lock ourselves away after we come back from Turkey. We lock ourselves away in a room for a whole year and write loads and loads of Christmas songs. And then one's got to at least make it, hasn't it? If we just write loads and loads, at least one is going to make it. I'm up for that. Okay, sounds like a plan. Well, we'll pencil that in for March through to December next year. But most of these songs are actually, when, when when they actually write them and record them, tends to be in the height of summer. I know that Merry Christmas Everybody was recorded, I think, in the summer in New York City when it was absolutely boiling and so they were actually indoors doing a Christmas song trying to get into the Christmas spirit uh, whilst it was I don't know 100 degrees Celsius outside not 100 degrees Celsius that'd be crazy 100 degrees Fahrenheit 100 degrees Celsius you'd be sizzling in a pan wouldn't you anyway so there you go uh, number two by the way it's Last Christmas Wham which is one of my oh, faves yeah, last Christmas, yeah. What's, what, what is your f- dreaming of a white Christmas just like the ones we used to know. That's number five, actually, Billy. I have to say that um, your version this week is equally as bad as the version you did last week. Um, that's at number five, and that makes £335,000 a year. I don't know, who wrote White what Christmas? What was ain't going to be him, is that it? It's not going to be Billy, I can tell you that right now. Who wrote it ain't? Who wrote it? I'm trying to read. I'm trying to read it now. My eyesight is so bad that I have to literally bring the paper right up to my face Bing in order to read. Yeah, yeah. Bing Crosby. Did he write it though? Bing Crosby recorded it in 1942, but the person who wrote it was U.S. composer Irving Berlin. Yeah, he did a lot of musicals, didn't he? He did. Yeah, and um, it was in the. It was. We said this last week. Holiday Inn was the first first movie. Yeah, it was. It was in. Well, yeah. You're going to like this part of the podcast, okay? I'm going to have to beep you out. Because obviously, as we know, this is a PG podcast and we want it for young ears. But this story made me think of you, Sue. Where are we now? It's Sue Morgan podcast episode 11. It's been 12 weeks since I left hospital then. You left hospital 12 weeks ago and then the week after you started the Sue Morgan podcast. Yeah, and the next, right. the next stage of your life. It. it has. It has gone quick. So here is the story. Bad language is good for our mental health. Well, well, my mental health any good then. With women just as likely as men to turn the air blue, a study found, having a potty mouth like telly chef Gordon Ramsay helps us handle pain and problems much better. More than a quarter of Brits say swearing has helped them stay motivated during lockdown. Two-fifths admit they have sworn at themselves to boost enthusiasm. Cursing is also used to help cope with stress by more than a third and a quarter say it helps them feel better when they're having a bad day. So it says here, this is the headline, I'm going to swear and I'm going to let you do some swearing and then we're going to stop swearing. So it says, holy swearing, good for your health. So Sue, if you fancy to turn the the podcast blue right now, please do. Hey, yeah, f***ing bastards all the how did that make you feel, Sue? Did that make you feel better? Did it make Good. you feel sm- <laughs> <laughs> My man, you've been j- joke shot. That's uh, where we f***ing got you from, joke shot. Okay, that's enough swearing now, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious, you really went for it there. So you are world record breaker when it comes to swearing normally, aren't you? So, too then. right, I am. No, go on, say it, go on. Too right. How you would too normally... Uh, Billy, do you want to get in a swear word? Mandula! Well, oh, just say it! Mandula! <laughs> Which language is that in? Scottish. Scottish. You'd have no idea. You just made that up. Anyways, um, so there we go. So no more of that now, I think. 
nice. That made you feel good, though, didn't it, Sue? You felt powerful. Well, of course it did. I swore at you for a long time. So it's been a bad week. Hopefully this weekend we'll, we'll turn around things and your spirits will be lifted. I'm hoping so, Ian. You've got Billy there by your side to cheer you up. Yeah, t- yeah. You only have to look at him and he makes you laugh. Sue, <laughs> get in that bed early. Don't go to bed at nine o'clock. Are you poorly? Is he making you go to bed early because you're poorly? I go to bed anyway when no. I'm ready. When you're ready, exactly, because yeah. you're because you're old enough to make your own choices, Billy. Well, so. yeah, I'm 57. Yeah, though. yeah, back off, Billy. I do what I want when I want. I love that. I love that. I love that you um, <laughs> literally are a force not to be reckoned with, Sue. I wouldn't want to mess with you. Well, look, um, Sue, look after yourself. Don't fall over again. I'm trying not to. It scares me though, because you know we're being slippy and that. Yeah, well, I know that you've got to get out and about, so you've got to be careful. What about taking a stick or something like that? As a, I've as got a, bit... a Zimmy frame. Are you going to use that? I'm going to have to. Barbara Windsor, eh? Oh, passed away. Now, that was that was sad, wasn't it? I, sh- I love Barbara Very. Windsor. What do you remember her best in, Sue? Carry On Films, and I think she was one of the last survivors. And then uh, Peggy Mitchell Artery Stenders. Yeah, she was good. Stenders. Can you do an impression of her saying, get out of my pub? Get out of my pub. <laughs> Actually, maybe you should t- should maybe go for a role in EastEnders next. As your fame rises through the Sue Morgan podcast, maybe they'll look for a um, a Mansfield lass to take over. The- hey, the Coronation Street's got a local in Coronation Street, Auntie Peter Barlow. Is that Chris Gascoigne? Yeah, from Huthway. From from Huthers. It is local, yeah, but I, I want a Mansfield. Um, I want Sue Morgan to be the landlady of the uh, what's it called? I always forget the name of the pub in the in old East, Vic. The old Vic in East Enders. Really sad to to see that uh, Babs has gone, but uh, yeah. Dame Barbara Windsor will will live on um, in all of our hearts, of course. Yeah, she will. I mean, she had a good age at eighty three, didn't she? It's pretty good, pretty good innings, yeah. as they say. So, Sue, have you got any words of wisdom for us heading into um, next week as we get closer and closer to Christmas? Well, if you can't got your Christmas decorations, oh, I mean, Billy's got his up now, we've got the tree up, we've got the decks on the ceiling, thanks to Michael for his help. Good old Michael. Um, if you're feeling depressed, just it'll make you feel happy if you just put a few decorations up. I thought you were going to say it'll make you feel happy if you if you swear your head off like earlier yeah, on in the podcast. swear your head off if you like, <laughs> unless you're religious. Religious people swear as well, don't they? I, I, I don't think there's any. Don't think there's anything in the Bible that says um, "Thou shall not swear your head off" like Sue Morgan. <laughs> don't think it was on the Ten Commandments um, slab. No, it wasn't. Anyways, um, you guys take care of yourselves, and uh, we'll yeah, do it all over. Stay safe. Yes. Merry do- Christmas, happy and New Year, and a happy New Year. And I guess Thank we'll you. I guess we'll talk again next week. And the next time we talk, yeah. it will literally be only a few days away. From the big guy Before coming down your Santa, chimney. Santa Claus is arriving on his sleigh down the chimneys. Have you got a chimney, Billy? No. You have to climb through window. It's gonna have to come. Th- you have to leave the window ajar. I've seen somebody's got a chimney. Chimney, I am. You've seen somebody with a chimney. I've seen a lot of people oh, with chimneys. Yeah. If oh, I'm honest, they'll probably drop your presents off there, then. A lot of people have, like, fake chimneys on their roofs just so they look good, I think. That's... Yeah. <laughs> There's not... a block of flats where Billy is, though. He's in the flats, is he? Yeah. Are you on the bottom floor, Billy, or are you at the top floor? Bottom floor. Bottom, bottom floor. floor. There you go. So he can just climb through the window then, no problem. Yeah, he can climb through the window when it comes, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. All right, well, I'll speak to you next week. Bye!